we're live. Check, check, one, two, one, two. What's up, everybody? I got to get some AirPods. This is bothering me. What's up? Welcome to Dustin's Vinyl. What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome back to the one only show on Twitch that discusses vinyl records and uh, full albums and all that fun stuff. Uh, it's been a crazy week for you Twitchies. I'm going to call you Twitchies. I hope you don't care. Um, the GameStop thing, that was that was phenomenal. Uh, that is a crazy, crazy thing. It's amazing that a store that can't move Funko Pops is... Uh, <laughs> soaring against the evil empire of wall street um because of takeovers like uh you know the robin hood app and uh reddit forms they were able to uh yeah just kind of be in the game and make all this money it's amazing some kid living with his mom in her basement with pizza stain on his shirt is like in the game of stocks i think i love it and there's nothing funnier than rich people losing their money um, I think it's just one of the greatest things ever. <laughs> I just wish this uh, technology. I wish we had foresight for businesses that I that I've lost, that we've lost, that I that I miss, um, like Blockbuster. I mean, that was the greatest the greatest store ever. And I wish we could somehow figure out a way to save or bring back Blockbuster. That would be amazing. I mean, I used to just love that place. Just to go in there, you hover around the corner, wait for somebody to return a good video. And that was good stuff. And then Radio Shack, uh, the greatest place to buy batteries and a remote control car and something else you don't need. And uh, of course, you know, Sam Goody, you know, one of the chain record stores, uh, that would be so great to go into a mall and uh, see a record store. It's very hard to find one. So uh, so maybe you kids can figure something out and uh, revitalize these stores. <laughs> so very cool. Very excited. Uh, that's my opening experimental uh, monologue up front. Um, a random pick of the day in honor of Black History Month, um, because I'm not a racist. I voted for Biden. I'm uh, going to pull the Sam Cooke. Uh, this is Sam Cooke album. Um, if you don't know Sam Cooke, uh, there's really there's no excuse for it. Um, Sam Cooke is one of our the greatest singers of all time, uh, one of the greatest uh, just songwriters and and singers. He's he's really sensational. And uh, there's a new movie out, I believe, on Amazon, uh, A Night in Miami with uh, Muhammad Ali, uh, Jim Brown and Malcolm X. And it also features Sam Cooke as one of the main characters. So maybe you, you hear the name if you're younger and you don't know who this is. But uh, just a great album. This has all the hits. My favorite song. Don't know much about history. Don't know much about biology. All those great hits. Um, just uh, a voice that nobody could really match. Uh, just a very soulful, uh, poppy voice. He was a little weird. Like I think during concerts, he would get mad at people for dancing because <laughs> it wasn't like a dance song in his head. But then when people heard it, they couldn't help but move. So I get it. People dance during my stand up a lot. But uh, this is a great album. So get you some Sam uh, Cook. This is Sam Cook RCA album. It's a really sweet, sweet album, and uh, I want you to explore some Sam Cooke in your life. And one hack tip before I uh, bring up my wonderful co-host. Um, a lot of people uh, have emailed me about um, buying uh, records, uh, thrift records at flea markets and Salvation Armies and Goodwills. And a lot of times they're flimsy and they uh, skip. 
So I've invested in one of these. This is a balance equalizer uh, for your vinyl records. You can get them on Amazon. Um, you want to get one that you know weighs about 11 ounces because you put the weight goes heavy on the vinyl record and it just keeps it from moving and skipping. So if you get a great find and it's a little warped, this is a great thing to put on your uh, turntable. So life hack, album hack, vinyl hack by Dustin Chaffin. So make sure you get one of these and uh get those cheap records because i buy cheap records all the time and then there's like one song that i love and I, it skips and it drives me insane so that's a good way to deal and remedy that situation so i've done a lot up top so i might as well bring in my wonderful amazing rock and roll co-host it's his birthday jeffrey paul everybody what is up <laughs> That was what a mouthful, hey, huh? What's going hello, on? Hello, Dustin Chafin. How you are like, you? I'm good. You like Sam Cooke? You cook you fan? send me. Oh, oh that's a good kidding? song. Yeah. He is great. Yeah, he great. has like that sweet soul voice. Oh I, yeah. When I look at when I look at the uh, great soul singers, you know, obviously James Brown, but I I love uh, Otis Redding. You know, I think he had that so, but he Sam Cooke was poppy he was sweet you know he was catchy i you know you cannot go wrong putting on some sand cook that's 100 sure man he's great yeah it's just some of these guys who just have these distinguished voices that you know like al green like there's just certain you know just great singers like that but yeah he's definitely a guy that still holds up you know really good stuff and the song that you brought up is yeah that's a song that i forget about and then when i hear it like i want to hear it again you know i oh, love yeah. it great great song Really good song. So, yeah, there's a lot of good songs on here. What's up, birthday boy? What are you doing? Huh? You feeling good? Well, yeah, 32? Uh, no. What's happening? Yeah, I'm 20. <laughs> well, I'm 27 again. Wow, and... you've got a lot of drugs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. Do you ever drink water? Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, I don't look like a mummy. <laughs> if you were 22, if you were 20 something, you would. Yeah. Oh, no. no. <laughs> I was out in the cold. This is this is from being in the cold for three days, shoveling snow. Wow, that was yeah. that was a bad snow. I had no idea. Oh, that sucked. <laughs> that sucked. Hey, no, I also want before we get started, I just wanted to uh, thank people. Um, I put up um, a poll uh, asking people to send in requests, and so we're getting quite a few requests. Uh, nice. Keep sending them in. Uh, we will definitely. There's a couple of them that yeah, you. I didn't remember. Uh, uh, that guy would love to do that album. So you guys are sending some great, great uh, requests. Keep doing that as well. But let's talk about today's uh, featured album. And yeah, since it is my birthday, I wanted to pick one of my favorite bands. We'd already done Black Sabbath. So my other band is Iron Maiden. And if you're going to do Iron Maiden, I mean, let, let's start with um, the third studio album of, for Iron Maiden. But in a lot of Maiden people's heads, this is where it starts. Okay. The March 1982 release of Number of the Beast. And uh, it, it's interesting in a lot of ways. One, in prior to 82, the band, the band is about to take off, and they had a different lineup. Uh, but the most, the most obvious uh, difference was lead singer. They had Paul Diano, and if you listen to the first two Maiden albums, Iron Maiden and Killers, uh, it's not the sound that is on this album. Uh, it's more of it's it's a hard 
punky type of sound. Uh, songs like Murder is in the Room Org, Iron Maiden, uh, songs like that. Um, those songs, you could see the evolution that's about to happen. And that's what's going to happen here. You're starting to see Maiden about to take off, go in a different direction. And if you listen to the way Paul Diano sings, he's a good singer. But if you listen to the way um, Bruce Dickinson sings, I mean, he's on the Mount Rushmore of singers, of heavy metal singers. There are maybe four or five guys who are in his league. I mean, this is one of the best of all time. Did you get a chance to listen to the album? Yeah, I'm not a fan of Iron Maiden. <laughs> I think um, I respect them. I think they're one of the greatest rock heavy metal bands. But uh, yeah, not a huge fan. Um, I feel like it's it's one of these bands that have been in my life forever. Um, big eighth grade band. I feel like it's a big kind of um, a generational band as well. I feel like a lot of us um, are so etched, etched in our minds, the, the image of Eddie from Iron Maiden. And, you know, I'd listened to a few songs and I just, you know, I kind of went another direction with my metal, you know, and it's just kind of like, like I feel the same way you feel about ACDC, Brian Johnson, where it's like, I feel a lot of the music sounds the same to me and whatever. So I'm not exploring it like you are. So it was great to do this because I really, I have a more of a respect for them by kind of really immersing myself into this album. And he and Bruce Dickinson is an amazing singer. I've seen him like do covers of Delilah, Tom Jones, like the guy's voice is phenomenal. But uh, yeah, speed rock like this is something that, uh, you know, I'm a more of a bluesy guy. So it's like, you know, it's not something that I, you know, unless I'm working out or, or, or stabbing someone, I feel like <laughs> this music is a little much for me. And I don't mean to sound like an old man, but I feel like it's a lot. It's I felt like I kind of went another direction with music when this was big. And um, it's, uh, yeah, it's a great album. And, and you know, it's uh, I'm excited to talk about it with you because I enjoyed it. I just, uh, just not a huge, you know, Iron Maiden guy like you are. Like you, you know, you really love them. And I, you know, I think uh, it's definitely good music and they're, they're masters at what they do. It's just not something I'm drawn to totally. You know what I mean? I, I do. Um, this album has my favorite song on it. I mean, if you, know, if I had to go on a desert Island, I could only bring one song. It'd be uh, a song off this album. Um, really? Let's bring Adam wow. in. Let's see, let's see what he has to say about this. I'm I mean, you might get a, you might get a brain hemorrhage. If you listen to a maiden song over and over <laughs> and over. <laughs> <laughs> I need something a little slower, man. I got one song for the, on the Island. Oh, I'm, I'm, not, gonna, I'm not listening to yeah. a slow jam. I am. Uh, I am the, yeah. I need I'll something soothing. I'm not going to be revved up. What are you going to do? Revved up and hump, hump a palm tree? What are you going to do? Like you got. What are you going to do with all that energy? You're on a deserted island. I'm going to. I'm going to swim my way off. Oh, I got you. Yeah, you're going to have a heart attack. About because down. I'll tell you something. When I was uh, when I was younger, right? I used to play yeah. uh, hockey, and I would, you know, I'd, you know, before the game, I'd lace up, you know, and put on my equipment. And I would be listening to headphones. I'd be listening to this album. And great, great there's a song on this album that would get me so charged that if T Mike Tyson was on the other team and he wanted to fight me, I would have fought him. I would have lost, but I would have been so pumped that like I would have taken on all comers. It just would just get me out of my mind. Adam, what did you think of this album? I mean, this is an album that just gets you fired up. And and just what Dustin was saying before, I mean, there's really a, you know, with Maiden, there's a time and place. And I, I didn't really get into Maiden until 
oh, it was a few years ago when I went to see them uh, at at a Prudential Center with um, Ghost opening, and I was just wow. absolutely blown away. Was that um, a Book of Souls tour? I yeah, I think it might have been only. I think it was tour. it was th- maybe three years ago or. Yeah, it's the only tour that they didn't do Hollowed Be Thy Name, which is my favorite song. Yeah, I saw them open for Sabbath at uh, PNC Arts Center, and they were phenomenal. Like, just, you know, it was just, I mean, Sabbath had a hard time. The you know, f- the phenomenal play. Like, they switched, they switched that real quick, because I don't <laughs> think that lasted very long, made an opening for Sabbath. I think that was like about maybe six shows, and they were like, yeah, okay, we should figure something else out. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of bands <laughs> fell into that same thing. Yeah. They take Maiden on tour with them yeah. because Maiden has probably one of the most devoted followings in music. You know, absolutely. Um, you can put them anywhere and they're going to sell out. And he still they, sounds great too. It's 60 oh or whatever. Dude, he still sounded amazing. So yeah. I saw them on their last tour. This is where the shirt's from. Okay. In 2019, uh, the Legacy of the Beast tour. And it was I've seen literally thousands of concerts. This had to be in my top five, one of the best set lists I've ever seen. And this guy can still sing and he does an auto tune and there's no backing tracks. This guy just, they're all phenomenal. Why you got to keep bringing up Kiss again, man? (laughs) (laughs) I love Kiss. I love Kiss. No, he is amazing. He really is. Musically, they're not maiden. No one is. Of course. Well, I mean, mean, musically, there's a lot, but this guy's voice, I think, is what makes this band stand out. And the guitar is great too, but it's the voice. You look at great, like heavy metal singers. I look at guys like Rob Halford. I look at uh, Ronnie James Dio, Jeff Tate from, uh, from Queensryche. Um, you I'll really like boy. you really like dudes that sound like chicks, right? You like that high. I pitch. like guys who, yeah. I, well, it could, I, it's something I'm, I could never do. I'm the opposite. You know, I like a Lemmy, a Johnson. I like a I like a growly a Pantera. Right. Like I like a growly heavy metal singer. Like it's interesting. Like, you like a lot. I notice a lot of your bands: Rush, Maiden, Queen. Yeah, like you, yeah. you love that high pitch. You know, guys wearing really tight jeans. Yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I like a guy that's got that cigarette kind of whiskey, whiskey voice, you know, I like, Do you a like little Paul project. Rogers. Uh, I don't know if I know from Paul from, Rogers from um, Bear Company. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I like he, Bad Company. He, he, sure. Great, Hatchet. Great. Like I like I grew up with that stuff. So, yeah, Robert I kind of like Do you like Robert Plant? Of course. Yeah. You yeah. know, I like Robert Plant. We talked about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, Molly, Hatchett, I love Molly. Hatchett, I just don't very, know the name. Uh, the you know. But um, let's let's talk about it. You know, with this this album, uh, Number of the Beast, and it's from here because sometimes Maiden is referred to as the Beast, and it came from this album. And like I said, in '81, this band's about to take off, and their manager and producer at the time, which is Martin Birch, you know, kind of felt that piano. He wasn't going to be able to keep up with the evolution of this band. And, you know, Deanna was also a bit of a boozer and they felt it was time to make a change. And they wind up getting Bruce Dickerson, who was out of a band called Samson. And, you know, they had always they he was known in England to be this amazing singer. They just had no commercial uh, success. And Steve Harris, who's the principal songwriter, he's a bass player in the band, just really he calls him up and asks him to be in the band. He goes, when's the audition? He's like, there is no audition. You know, if you want the gig, you're in. I mean, we, they've been wanting for years. And, you know, he, he goes in and now Bruce comes in 
and he writes three memorable songs on the album. Um, Children of the Damned, A Prisoner, and Run to the Hills, uh, but can't get any writing credit for the uh, for those songs because he's in a contract dispute with Samson. So mm. he's not credited for writing these songs, but they're still iconic songs, and he, he writes them. And the great thing about this album, five weeks to uh from from recording to completion wow that's great and we see that a lot uh, on um in a lot of these older albums when we looked at like uh what was it sabbath what was they did like within a week and in a month the whole thing was over with when we did the first black sabbath album yeah no it's and it's a great album and you know dave murray's an amazing guitarist you know i think Fantastic. i think i think a little bit of it had to do with uh i don't love the artwork anything like i think when i was a kid that uh, that turned me off i was like what why i think that's how a lot of people found them yeah <laughs> i like to see a band i like to see the faces i don't know i'm just the people person jeff i don't i don't you know, <laughs> i get I, a little I, ghouls freak me out man I, <laughs> <laughs> you know i don't i can't you know it's like you know before I, mean, I could barely album, get through game of thrones when the when the <laughs> zombie people were coming i was like ah before this album me and my friends we would go like we were kids we'd take we'd take a bus into the city and we'd go down to bleak bobs uh which was on west third street sure, great record and, store yeah and we we go through go through the records and then we always ask hey what, what what's new what's what just came out and i remember him showing us um the album this album cover it was off of it wasn't this album it was the album before killers and you're like whoa that that looks really cool and i remember that day picking up uh killers uh motley crew too fast for love you know, remember the first one yeah, and yeah. i forgot what the other records were but those two stood out but i remember do you remember like one thing that this generation will never know is just how important album art was sure yeah i you know i was talking about molly hatchet whatever i love you know i love a good album art you know i just for some reason i don't know and, and i was at the concert he came out eddie was there it was yeah, like, no. Eddie, would, Eddie would come out. I mean, it's like, talk about props. I mean, these guys go all out. So it's, I don't know. It's a bit much. I don't think they need it. That's the thing. This is a band that could have just been like showed up and this is who we are. And like, you know, but there wasn't, I guess there wasn't heavy. Well, there were. I mean, that's when MTV videos were coming out. Um, you know, I'm sure Run to the Hills was a big video at the time. But it was. And yeah. that's, that's a, it's, I'm glad you brought that up because I figured that's a song that you would like. Um, actually, no, that's not my favorite. I mean, it's a Native American thing with the Cree Indians exactly, and stuff. And so exactly. I, I respect that he's doing a song like that. But there's another song that's actually my favorite. I mean, that's a great song. Don't get me wrong. But there's actually another song that's my favorite. But yeah, yeah. I, I love the idea of that song. Well, let's talk about Run to the Hills first, since it's, it's on the table. Yeah, this was actually the uh, the first single from the album. And it just goes to show like the depth of the band. Like they're just not writing about like, you know, like drinking and rock and roll and chick, man. They're writing about colonization of America, which I think is pretty cool. And they, and they reference two parts of history, you know, you know, I'm a history guy. So they reference first uh, European colonization, and then they reference the, you know, uh, American uh, great plains and the Indian uh, American wars. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's pretty deep. I mean, you're, you're you got to think about it too. I mean, a lot of the hair bands and things that were, you know, the kind of songs that were out in the '80s, and you know, kind of poison, and you know, bands that you know basically sing about sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and these guys were actually taking you know historical stuff and making it, you know, part I thought of the that song. Was pretty cool. I think it's great. Yeah, absolutely. People I need to know more about you this know, stuff. You know this song? Oh yeah. 
Yeah. You like it? I mean, this was this was one of my favorites. Um going into like I mean, this is <laughs> <laughs> do you like it do you like that do you like that song <laughs> your follow-ups are hilarious jeff go ahead, go ahead great drumming on it too clive burr last out last uh uh album he recorded with them they, didn't they go through yeah. a few drummers though there was quite a few no, it, it was clive burr and then uh now it's nico mcbrain okay so just two drummers okay yeah so what was your favorite song off this my favorite song? Um, yes. Let's see. It's, what's that? A Circa one? What is that? 22. 22. Uh, ah, that's a great yeah. song. Avenue. H, H -E Avenue. Yeah, that's it. That yeah, yeah, that was, there's, uh, it's, it's got a lot going on. There's even a bluesy kind of like, even the solo has a little kick blues to it. I, uh, yeah, I just enjoyed it. It's a very long song. It jams out. Like it's got a lot, you know, highs and lows and it's just all over the, but very complex uh, metal song. I love it. I think yeah, it's, uh, it, ch it changes tempo several yeah. times. And th that's actually a theme on this album as well. How many times, you know, they, they, they you know, different music breaks and different tempos in the song. Mm -hmm. uh, this song was written by one of the guitars. This was um, Adrian Smith, who uh, wrote this when he was like, like like 18, 19 years old. And he it was like one of his first garage bands called uh, uh, Urchin. And what's his name? Uh, Steve Harris saw them and said, you know, always like that song. And so he, when he was invited into the band, um, they, you know, he was like, you know, could we... Uh, record it and the song was they were going to change the title because you know it's about it's about a, um, a prostitute you know who that that mm -hmm. they would actually go to and they got the address and that's they they put this address down whether it's the real address or not who knows uh but they were going to call it charlotte the harlot and because that was like supposedly the name of of the woman who they would go see do we have anybody uh that has any maiden comments in the uh, twitch um yeah, Ishlashes. Uh, I'm going to run to the hills is my favorite. Um, Solid song, man. Yeah, Jay Dizelot says that album art is uh, called the YouTube thumbnail now. Yeah. Nothing yeah, mean. No read. No read the mean ones. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we discussed that. Yeah, my ego can't handle it. So. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I think a lot of the youth, you know, a lot of people, you know, have like resurgence, you know, into uh, Maiden fans and because of the artwork, I think had a lot to do with kind of like younger kids getting into it. I see shirts everywhere. A lot of times I see somebody wearing a Maiden shirt. And I'm like, you don't know who they are. But I, th <laughs> I think because, you know, they, it's very pop, you know, at one at one time people were just, you know, you see girls wearing them and stuff. And, you know, you wonder if they know. Well, they but, look uh, cool. Look, look yeah, at this. But yeah, but uh, yeah. Yeah, Pretty good cool, shot man. Good shot, Betty. You look yeah. like you're working at a car wash, but it looks good on you. You almost made me into saying something. I'm not going to go there. <laughs> you can say it, whatever you want. So we talk, uh, like, I, new, I worked new, at a car wash. Yeah. You know where um, where Maiden has a lot of fans is in South America. Um a lot, a lot of Mexicans love Maiden. They play Brazil Mexicans love every metal, year, yeah. yes. and that is like you know their like home stadium. They'll play at Rio de Janeiro and they'll 
play in front of like almost almost uh, 200,000 fans and like everyone is wearing a maiden shirt and everyone knows all the words and they know when to pump their fist, you know, during a song like Revelations, which is off of uh, uh, Peace of Mind is the album after this. See, I have a problem with that. I think that's the one band that you should not wear the shirt to the concert. Like I feel that's wrong. A... <laughs> <laughs> wrong. You wear a maiden shirt to a maiden concert. It's the band that I you know. can. Obviously, I know that's how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> the things that rile you up is unbelievable. You wear that shirt at maiden, but you, you can't do wear, wear that shirt. You do <laughs> wear that shirt. What, what are they? Russian maiden? That's the only two? Or I forget. Yeah, I think it was Russian maiden. And yeah, it's Russian such maiden, weird yeah. rules. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we could expand it. We, you know, if you want to wear a kiss shirt to a kiss, because you know, oh, kiss on me. Hey, I'll, I'll, hey. I'll give you, I'll give oh, you that. Come on, man. I'll give you that. Okay. But you're well, not wearing ACDC shirt to an ACDC. Why not? You I can wear ACDC. Yeah, who cares? No, I've no, worn no, ACDC no, shirt. No, no. Yes, I can. You Nobody can wear cares. a who shirt to an ACDC concert. Oh, stop it. I wore an ACDC <laughs> t shirt. It was great. I just picked some Nobody arbitrary. Cared band that he, that he can wear he gets, <laughs> Metallica? Are you trying to tell me you can't wear Metallica? Because everybody does. No. Everybody's no. wearing Metallica shirts. No, okay. it's a rookie, it's a rookie mistake. Right. We've already covered this with our, yes. our, our uh, listeners. So, so go let's ahead. talk about my favorite song of this album. I love it is, it's my favorite song, I think, of all time is Hallow Be Thy Name. It's got one of the greatest bass lines. You know, a lot of maiden stuff is a gallop. It's like bum boom 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 it's that it's like you're riding a horse. Yeah, it's great. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Um but but this song starts off with 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 you know where Dickerson is just singing with the bell and it's and it's slow and 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 he's telling the story. In when 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 they wrote this song, it was telling a movie in a song and it's about a prisoner's you know about to be executed he's about to get hung and when you hear the song and when you hear the sounds and you hear the bell and the way bruce fucking connects with everything he's saying okay you could see that that uh visual happening and then it just like takes off and it's just yeah. so insanely great this song is great it's, it's very haunting i feel like this is haunting. a song this is a song that kind of matches the cover like if you were to like you know put a song with the cover i feel like it it, it kind of like it tells the story through the song like it, it definitely and it's, it's such a good build and uh, yeah and they yep. build nice you know they just like the songs just really get like, to like 22 acacia avenue which also right. builds very nicely yeah yeah very true um here was something I thought was kind of interesting about this album. Um, the title track, The Number of the Beast, you've, you've heard the beginning of it. It's, it's, a, it's a religious poem, okay? And um, what, was, what I found out was uh, Steve Harris, when he, he wrote the song after having a, a nightmare, uh, after watching the movie uh, Damien, Omen 2. And so they wanted to open up with like this, like, you know, this scary poem they wanted vincent price to uh read sounds the poem. just like him who did they get they wound up getting uh an english actor named barry clayton uh, because i thought uh, it was i thought it was him no uh yeah. vincent price wouldn't do it because he, he wanted uh twenty five thousand dollars and at the time you know made in you know i guess didn't have it in their budget they didn't want they didn't want to pay that kind of money so they got this like very experienced english actor and i thought it was what was yeah. interesting about it, okay this is 1982 was it four years five years later a thriller comes out yeah i mean he got paid for that he got more than 25 oh, yeah. grand for that yeah. yeah although eddie got nothing to do a guest spot on uh to do the lead on beat it 
<laughs> you know, really? Uh, he didn't. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He didn't need it, and it helped him, I think, get a crossover fan base. I think that's why he did it. Yeah. Plus, he said he wanted. He always said he wanted to work with uh with Michael Jackson. Yeah, but I mean, number of the beast. Th- this is where it, it, it starts with the, the whole thing with the beast, and it's it's again. It, this is also one of the songs like. It's Number the Beast, Run to the Hills, and Hollow Be Thy Name, which has been in their set list, you know, for every tour uh, since this album came out. These are like staples of the, yeah, of the uh, such a such a great band and a good album, you know. Like it, it's, you know, it's just. But like I said, you know, maybe I'm getting too old for bands like Maiden. I, I mean, even like my favorite band, Motorhead. It's like I got to be in the mood to listen to one of my favorite bands. Like I just feel like it's just, you know. It's just one of those bands that you just want to get you get you up, you know. So you got to be in the mood for that. But it's good. You, it's a great band. I enjoyed it. When you when you're driving, what do you what do you? Do you drive a lot. To? Like I don't have. Yeah. You know, I take the freaking. I'm not listening to Maiden on on the subway. I'll end up getting in a fist fight. <laughs> like it's. <laughs> don't ask me for money. You know. <laughs> like that's the thing. I think that has a, a big a difference. That's an interesting point. Where I think when you drive a lot your music choice is probably a little different than somebody who's in their living room a lot listening to music. You know, I have the speakers and the, and the record player. Like that's how I listen to my music. Like you're in your car, probably most of the time you're listening to music. And so yeah, driving bands are probably going to be more in your, you know, queue, if you will, than you know, probably more chill bands. Right. Am I wrong? I don't know. No, no, you're, you're, you're hundred percent right. Because yeah. like, um, when, when there was road gigs and you were able to travel, you know, um, if I, if I, if I could drive it, I prefer to drive as opposed to taking a plane. So if I'm going to, uh, Ohio or North Carolina or something like that, I'll, I'll, I would prefer to, to drive. Yeah, so when no, I do drive, it's great. Yeah, I'll throw on this. I'll throw on um, Smashing Pumpkins. I'll throw on uh, Sabbath. You know, uh, I, I, you know, like music that gets me like revved up. You know, and yeah, and that's that's what's great too. about yeah about streaming services too. Where you know Spotify is amazing because I I, th- I think the first show we talked about this where you know I listened to all of Led Zeppelin like it was I was I going was to Columbus great. Ohio. Yeah, to I listened albums. to you know in chronological order and it was like yeah it was great and I would love to do that with a bunch of bands and it's perfect when you're driving because it's like you're not distracted you're just driving down the road you're not looking at your phone so it's like you could really get into the music and that is what's good and this is definitely yeah maiden would get you to your destination a little bit faster yeah, you know? yeah. And you're not, you, don't <laughs> you might get coffee. a speeding ticket at some point and you don't fist fight co- the cop but <laughs> you don't need coffee yeah you don't need coffee Never I remember cool. one time I was doing um, a show with uh, Rich Carucci and we were up in Rochester and we went to Rochester that day, did the show and drove back that night. I mean, that's a lot of uh, time on the road and, <laughs> it's a, and, it's a, and it's a lot of like, you know, like, like heavy metal and, you know, but also it's, it's good company as well. Um, yeah. There's a bunch of real cool uh, stuff on this album. Um and another thing that really like I love about Maiden is just how much, especially Bruce Dickinson, man, he is such a cool dude and how they are really influenced by movies. And they're like the song I'm trying, I'm, I'm referring to is I'm trying to talk about uh, children of the damned um, based on the movies, children of the damned or uh, there was another one, uh, village of the damned. That was it. Jo- village of the damned. Um, and the idea to write a song like this came from a band that he loved. He loved uh, Black Sabbath and he loved 
uh, Dio in Black Sabbath. And when he saw that they wrote a song called Children of the Sea, he was like, you know, we could write something kind of like that. Um, But it's a great song. It's a song with a lot of melody. And also you talk about buildup. Great, great singing, great singing, great guitar. I mean, the whole band is so freaking tight, you know, that I, 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 I put them on again by themselves. I mean, they're so good. They're yeah. so No, they're real good. I, I think um I think a lot of people miss a band like this because of the marketing. I feel like they're marketed towards a certain type of youth. And I feel, you know, it's it's unfortunate. Uh, guys. <laughs> I feel, yeah, I feel it's unfortunate. There's no girls who go to these concerts, really. <laughs> and, and I see girls wearing the t-shirts. Is it? Go yeah, and they all they wear Def Leppard t-shirts, and they wear Motorhead t-shirts. You see the t-shirts. line for the men's room at the <laughs> yeah, Maiden yeah. shows. Yeah, it's, it's like going <laughs> to the <laughs> right. I mean, they're all like, all the bands you like are like that, Jeff. So, you know, Rush, you know, it's all, you know. I'm, I told you, I'm Cobra Kai. You are. I love it. <laughs> Cobra Kai all the way. Adam, got, uh, Yeah, we got uh, Bugsying. Uh, uh, Bugsying the op saying uh, speeding ticket music for uh, Iron Maiden. Fuck Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. We got, uh, can you wear an NSYNC shirt to a Backstreet Boys concert? Oh, no, absolutely not. No, absolutely but you, not. No, but what you can do <laughs> is you, listen war. to me, what you can do is you could take both shirts, time in a knot, and then Put it around your neck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sure you're not fans. You're making fun of those mm-hmm. bands as well. Um, is is there any girls out there that like Iron Maiden? I'm not trying to be that guy. I'm just curious. I would love it if there's any women, girls that if you guys. And I'm not trying to be that old guy that thinks girls don't like rock. I just, I just, I just want to know. Are there any girls out there that like Iron Maiden as a you know speed metal? You know, I don't know. Maybe some cool skater chick that's gonna like come in and get us canceled. <laughs> While we'll wait, we'll wait for maybe if a couple of girls want to come on and, and comment about this. <laughs> What's weird about this album is the the opening track. The opening track was not a, a, a song that they even were considering putting on the album. Um, I don't know why they opened with Invaders. Um, it's not a bad song, but Steve Harris was always like, I don't know uh, if we could replace it. If there's anything we have that's better, we will. And they just didn't have anything that they thought was better. And they, they this was the opening track. Um, See, I don't even song. know. It's the just di- a weird opening. I don't even know the difference because because um, I'm not as you know involved in Iron Maiden, so to me it just <laughs> sounds fine. Like it just sounds like it, no, it's all fast, uh, you know, speed metal type stuff. So it's like it's just you know it works. You know, it's it's as good as their third song, and maybe a couple of songs really stand out. But I think as a whole, it doesn't seem like it's off from it from a person yeah. that's just listening to it for you know first time a or lot. whatever. Yeah, I, I, they're not fast i mean they're pretty it, fast that it, dude's it, fast man that dude that dude has some finger skill man he, he, well dave murray the, can he can he can fucking fly he can in, fly in, on that fret in let the, me tell in you the leads yes in yeah. the leads yes but in the tempo of the songs like when you look at like um uh what's the name uh, metallica you know what makes what metallica brought to the table is they like most songs are written in traditional four four time but then when you take a look at uh metallica it's double it. It's eight eight time, and which which a lot of bands uh, couldn't do. And then eventually, bands like Megadeth, which is an offspring of uh, of uh, Metallica, anyway, and Slayer and Anthrax, they start playing that that heavy speed metal. 
Maiden is is more melodic when you listen to like, like, like to like, you because uh, you're finding it and seeing it just like with me when I hear Brian Johnson ACDC songs they don't all sound the same like I I am able to break them down so it really depends on how much of a fan you are because I don't get that when I listen to the hell you know that's just fast and there's some <laughs> harmony there that happens when he goes into his vocals but you know it's just I think it's like your kind of it's your it's your stew that you love stirring in so you you see it I don't see it like I'm I don't really hear it like you know what I mean I'm just, I don't know. Yeah, I, it's, it's, also, I've I've listened to this album. I mean, endless, yeah. endless. It's your jam. Yeah, it's your it's when it's your gem. favorite music. You're able to find things other people can't find. That's mm-hmm. why it becomes your favorite. That's what's the beautiful thing about music is like you know it exactly. connects to people differently, and it's like exactly. people can find it because yeah. I could easily be like, ah, this is just like Slayer or whatever, blah blah blah. But then it's like, but you you know you appreciate it more because you you know you connected to it. But anyway, yeah. that's that's art, everybody. Right. <laughs> Why we need art in this country? Fun the art. Did any women uh, comment on, on on a Maiden song or, or why they wear Maiden shirts? Is my mom out there? What's going on? <laughs> See, we uh, happy Miss Giff. Uh, no women here. You ran them off. <laughs> <laughs> Old white guys. We have a tendency uh-huh. to do that. <laughs> We ran them off with Maiden. Maiden, Maiden. that's a surefire way to get rid of the chicks at the party. Just put on some Maiden. They will leave immediately. <laughs> All right, Adam. I, I, oh, go ahead. This is a great album. And did you, overall, Adam, what do you think? I mean, I think it's an incredible album. And, uh, you know, I mean, most of the time in the past couple of weeks when I was listening to it, it was either in the car or working out. But I, every time I listened to it, I was like, I, I just want to, I want to be in the woods drinking beer around the bonfire. <laughs> listen to this. That's what it's like. It's like that's, yeah. that's, what, that's what it brings me back to. I don't know. Just don't do mushrooms and listen to this. I think right. Eddie might come haunt <laughs> you. No, that's, so that's, that's that. for Pink Floyd. That's, that's yeah. <laughs> 2112. Exactly. Yeah. Right. That's, that's kind of more my jam. Yeah. It's Pink Floyd in the woods. That's, that's kind of where I'm headed. But, uh, right. <laughs> so that's that's uh, that's Iron Maiden uh, number of the beast. Like I said, it's one of my favorite all time albums, which has my probably my favorite song of all time. Great, very, and I appreciate you uh, pulling that one because I, you know, I got to kind of explore it more than I would have normally. So it's like it's a band that I know is good, and I know everybody loves them, but it's just I'm not. I don't give them the listen they probably deserve and i think it's uh you know that's what's great about the show because you come up with stuff that i'm like oh yeah i guess you know let me give this a, you know, a more of a listen because it's like you know you just you just miss it you know and, and when it came out it was i mean that's all junior high it was just maiden 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 i mean the 82 or whatever and i was kind of more leaning towards other things that were happening prince and stuff like that but but this was something that was def- definitely it took over you know all of you know boys with the jean jackets and you know the, the vest jean jacket stuff and you know the flannel boys and all that i mean it was just like a certain type of guy became a maiden Wait, guy. did you say glamour boys no i didn't <laughs> i said it's a certain type of boy. <laughs> that's the opposite glamour boys is something completely different glamour boys are fierce <laughs> folks that's a callback if you watch the other show we did living color i can't i cannot 
listen to that song the same ever again, you know. Uh, no, I no, I, I I have the vinyl and I, I was listening to it. That song came on and I was almost broke my record player. I was like I can't, I can't, can't do it. All right, Adam, you're up, buddy. What do we got? All right. Well, it's Super Bowl Sunday. So who do you guys have? Uh the Chiefs, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Chiefs, Mahomes. I'm going to go the young guys, so Dave and Goliath. I'm going to go, I'm going to go, yeah, I'm going to go Mahomes. Yeah, Chiefs. Chiefs yeah, I'm gonna by, agree. by I'm gonna 14. Agree. Yeah. Wow. Well, yeah. I hope you're right. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, what, who do you want, Adam? Bucks, I put a couple uh, of I mean, it's tough to Chiefs. bet against Brady, though. He always just seems to pull it. He really just, does. Yeah, it's unbelievable. We all hate him, and he's still like just amazing. Oh yeah, like he's one of those guys. <laughs> I know, and Jeff hates him. I don't hate him like Jeff does because I'm not. He was. I mean, Steve beat up on the Steelers for sure. Like they, he really kept us out of the playoffs forever. But uh, but Jeff really hates him, and but and I and but you can't hate a guy that's 43 and playing like that. You know, it's unbelievable. Like it's, if anything, it's for anybody that's over 40. I mean, it gives you a little bit of youth back because you see what a guy like that can do. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's, it's the year of old people, Brady, Biden, you know what I mean? Like it's, right. it's or it just makes you depressed though. <laughs> true. True. Well, it's going to keep a lot of teams, probably a lot of players still playing. Like, like I guarantee you, um, you know, somebody like Rollins, Roethlisberger, who's all my guy, who's always, you know, on the verge of retiring, sees what Brady did. And he's like, I'm only 37 and look what this guy's doing. So I think it's going to keep guys in it just a little bit longer than maybe they would have if nobody else was doing what he's doing. I don't know if you guys saw this week that uh, Brady came out with a statement and says he wants to play until he leaves 45. I mean, he could play, probably play till he's 50. That's what you do when you don't eat nightshades. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you don't eat tomatoes. That, you know, you eat the tomato sauce. You can't play that long. That's what uh, happened if you, with Johnny if you, Football. He ate too much tomato sauce. If you watch, <laughs> if you watch Brady play this, this year, he lost nothing off of the way he could throw the ball. He could still huh? throw the ball as hard as he he's ever had. He can still put the ball, you know, uh, 40 yards in the air uh, and, and accurate. And accurate, you yeah. remember the touchdown pass to Scotty Miller uh, in, in the uh, NFC Championship game. That was a perfect throw. Um, he, yeah. you know, he's he's. Well, got what it. do you guys? What do you guys think out there? Who's going to win? By Let's how see, much? We got, uh, we got Brady all the way. We got uh, we got the Chiefs. We got Tampa Bay. So this is about split. Split okay. right now. Great. I think that's what I think that's pretty much like the way it's been in Vegas as well. Um, it, the, the line opened up at three and really hasn't moved. It's it's gone up to three and a half. That's it. So that's really nothing. Adam, down you're the pretty you're pretty young, but do you ever remember the uh, Chicago Bears Super Bowl shuffle? Oh, you of course. Were? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was the greatest. Like, oh, the Super Bowl shuffle is such a fantastic video too. It's so funny. <laughs> I mean, how cool is that? They like did a, I mean, before they were in the Super Bowl, they did this thing and, you know, this whole song and the video was huge. It was a hit. My buddy, he's a vinyl collector, Tommy, and he has, he bought, he bought that album. I was laughing at him. But yeah, he has an album of it. Yeah. I think so. Single? Yeah. It's got like a I bunch mean, of other stuff. expensive too, I think. It is. I, 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 I saw well, it for like probably 60 bucks or so. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think they, I think it's like eight tracks. It's like, I think, <laughs> I think Peyton's doing Mustang Sally. Like, I think there's <laughs> <laughs> McMahon does a rap. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. Yeah. That should be for next week 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> figure out what no. The- <laughs> <laughs> this week we're covering the Super Bowl Shuffle album. Right. <laughs> yeah. Don't uh, forget uh, Tampa Bay by 21. By 21. By 21. Wow. Really? I'll take that bet. Five bucks. Any interest? <laughs> I don't think I, I'm, think I'm allowed. I don't think I'm allowed to bet on Twitch. I'm going to get Twitch in trouble. <laughs> it's like you can't do live betting on the show. We can't play music and we can't do live betting. So uh, let's go to new music, Adam. What do you All got? All right. Buddy? So the big one is uh, the new Foo Fighters album, Medicine oh. at Midnight. Hell of a band. Hell of a band. Great band. Yeah. So that's uh, that'll be out Friday. We got um, the new Fleet Foxes Shore double LP. That's a uh, pretty solid record. We got Bob Marley's Songs of Freedom, The Island Years, six LP box nice. set. Uh, this one is the first time that this box set has been uh, released outside of Jamaica. Really? Yeah. Wow. So it um, looks pretty interesting. Yeah, um, I had I had a box set, uh, CDs, um, kind of, uh, I forget what it might have been Freedom. Was it just, I don't know, it was like four CDs in it. But uh, Yeah, this one says it, uh, so it's um, from Concrete Jungle through Redemption Song, plus rare 12, okay. yeah, 12 inch mixes, B-sides, making singles and alternates. Nice. And it's got a 20-page booklet with rare photos, essays, and track info, too. Love it. That sounds amazing. I might get that. Yeah. Is here's that? A, Does it have a price on that? Um, so you don't have to pop up Amazon, see how much. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to. Uh, 128, 128. Oh, well, maybe, wow. maybe I won't be doing that one. <laughs> I'll yeah. just listen to Legend by, you know, that's, right. that's enough. Get all the hits, get all the hits. We got, um, actually, we got a, we got a throwback to a couple shows ago. Uh, Miles Davis, Kind of Blue, reissued. Nice. Yeah, there we go. Such a good album. Yeah, and Miles Davis, uh, Miles in Tokyo also. Is, Ooh, uh, that, that's from his his live stuff's amazing. I have um, Miles Davis in San Francisco. It's phenomenal. Yeah, we got uh, there's actually a lot of really good albums coming out this uh, a lot of good reissues coming out this week. We got Jackson Five, The Ultimate Collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, that's love my Jackson favorite. 5. I love Jackson Five better than Michael Solo. Like I love Jackson Five. Yeah, great. Yeah, one of my favorite songs of all time is on the Jackson Five song too. What song is that? Uh, love you safe. Love you safe. Love you save. The love you safe. <laughs> Love you save. Another I think it makes bass. more sense. It should be called yeah. Love You Save. <laughs> but another, another, again, Michael another, Jackson. Yeah. another song with a great bass line. Very good. Yeah, I, I just love all that funky Jackson 5 stuff. All right, what yeah, else? So, uh, Jay Dies a Lot says that Super Bowl Shuffle vinyl is $20 on eBay. All right. Well, oh, uh, there we okay. go. <laughs> you saw it for 60. Here's the deal, yeah, guys. When you see that you for 20, you, you buy that album and you could go, you know, you could probably sell it for 60 because, you know, that's that's maybe it's all scratched. I can't believe there are other, other tracks on that. What else are they singing about? Adam, can you, can you look up what, what other tracks are on there? Did they, they do a cover of Hurt? <laughs> <laughs> What's on there? What's on there? Let's see. Uh, this is... <laughs> the Super Bowl Shuffle, folks. We're trying to get to the bottom of what is on that album besides the hit single, Super Bowl Shuffle. Yeah, R- Richard Dent goes on, like, he, he starts uh, rapping about sack, 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 and sack. <laughs> yeah, sack. it's all football songs. Because yeah. he's old time rapping. <laughs> Absolutely. Gary Fensick is up there doing some, like, you know, George Strait covers, you know, because he's a good old boy. You know, so. um, uh, Terry Bradshaw uh, released like a couple of country albums back in the day. He had, uh, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, he had a couple songs, a I couple know, albums. A, actually, he's a singer. 
Well, I mean, country singer. Yeah, he's got a great, like, you know, country voice, you know. So country singing is different. You got an accent, you could probably pull off a country song. You <laughs> like, may not sound like George Strait, but you could you could pull Ooh, it off. You could pull few, it off. You do, my friend. We would, oh, I'm just talking to someone about he's him good. the other day, man, he's how good. good a singer he is. He is. I don't like watching him, though. It's very boring. But, man, he can sing. <laughs> he just kind of stands there like he's waiting to, in line at the airport or something. But he's, you know, <laughs> he's, it's not a lot of magnetism <laughs> to him. But he's a great singer. He's um, Amarillo by Morning is one of my oh, favorite dude, songs. Oh, dude, you were reading yeah. my mind. It's a great that's song. Exact, gra- yeah. that, that's a, a gr- song. That's all he has to do is just stand there and sing it. And it's still it is amazing. good. It goes. It's good. Yeah. Great, anything, great song. Uh, anything else, Adam? Yeah, well, here on uh, Discogs, the track list for the vinyl only has three songs. It's the uh, the vocal mix, the extended vocal mix, and an instrumental mix. So, <laughs> okay, okay, maybe that's all know. that's on there. Okay. Yeah. All, right. <laughs> all right. Well, somebody's paying 60 bucks for those three songs. That's uh, yeah. good for them. I think it's more of a like... extended mixes of that stupid song. Well, I don't. I think it's more of a, you know, football memorabilia than, you know, vinyl memorabilia. You know what I mean? It's more of... That was a great team. That was a great team. One of the best teams. I mean, talk about a top five team. I mean, they had everything going for them. One of the worst Super Bowls. Running backs. Was it bad? Oh, yeah. They destroyed New England. Uh, Well, that's, I mean, that's good in a way. Yeah. We always always love New England losing. (laughs) The Steve Grogan led. uh, And and that was a member of William the Refrigerator Perry. Mm. Was that where he ran it in? That's where he ran in. I actually got a great picture of him, you know, running it um, uh, ten by twenty, and I have him uh, gotten to autograph it for me. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what the Steelers need. We need a bus, a big old boy, an Earl Campbell type, and somebody that can just smash through. That uh, that's every team needs that. Every team needs just a bulldozer that just can just go through the line when you need him. I think that's why. Uh, was it Lynch? I think he's got a job again, right? He John Lynch? No, not John Lynch. Marshawn Lynch. Oh, Marshawn, no, no, he, yeah. he didn't play this year. I thought he was, somebody was trying to sign no. him for like a, they were trying to. I, the, yeah, the Chiefs, no. the Chiefs were trying. Somebody was trying. I, I didn't he's, know if he got a job. He's having a good time acting now. No, he was trying to get back into football, dude. Look it up. After this year? He was. This year he tried. Wow. I, the people were talking because there was a rumor the Steelers were going to take him because we needed somebody that could just bust through a line because Connor couldn't do it. All right, folks, any other vinyl questions out there? Any Iron Maiden football predictions, albums you want us to cover? How about that, guys? Um, Twitchies, you got any albums you would like us to cover on the show? Let us know. You got a couple of minutes. We would love to hear any albums that are your favorites and that you would like us to dissect and listen to and talk about in a funny, humorous way. Want me to give you some of the albums that people have suggested that we cover? Well, let's see what Adam has first. Uh, we got somebody said Weezer, which we uh, we already did Pinkerton. We did Pinkerton. You should have been here for all the. Well, I don't think we were on Twitch. No, then. we weren't. Yeah, no. yeah, that was in. That it's was a, years, got so. a. They have a new album out too. Uh, it's called Okay Human, which I think just came out, or it's about to come out this Friday. Mm. A new Weezer album. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Maybe we'll get that next time. I want to cover more newer albums. I think we we definitely need to, you know, we've been really 80s on the show, and I'd really like to go a little forward. <laughs> it's like, I'll wait to hear these these, these suggestions. You want to cover them now, or you want to just... Uh, yeah, yeah, let's, let's okay, come go ahead. And we'll, All right. Okay, so get your yayas out, Rolling Stones. 
Okay. Uh, Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. Um, and these are off the Facebook page, correct? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lamb, okay. That, that I, uh, on my Facebook page. Yeah. Okay. Lamb Lies Down on Broadway, um, Genesis. The Presidents of the United States of, uh, of America. You remember that band? Yes. Peaches and... Uh, Peaches. Yes. Yeah. I think I played um, with them at... Band, uh, was it Bamboozle or whatever? One of those... Oh, yeah. Bamboozle Festival. Fest. Yeah. Bamboozle Fest. I played... I think they were there when I was there. Yeah, that's a, that's a suggestion. Tom Petty's Full Moon Fever. Mm. Uh, mm. This is one I was considering. Uh, Blizzard of Oz, Ozzy, or Diary of a Madman, Ozzy. That's solid. Yeah. Um, the Traveling Wilburys, Volume One. Listen to our show. Yes, that's what I, I, I sent. It. I sent them. The, I sent them the link. Oh, good job. Good job. Uh, here's another one I, I would consider too. I, I like this album a lot. Uh, Don Henley's Building the Perfect Beast. <laughs> you could do a solo show on that one. <laughs> Not a Don Henley guy. Wait, what was it? what was on that one? Um, was that Boys of Summer or yeah? Boys of you, you Boys of Summer, uh, New York Minute, and the uh, Innocence or and, and, uh, that, no, that's that's the Eagles Innocence. album before an Eagles album. Come on, dude. Come on. There's, um, there's yeah. And then you got Don Henley's great. No, yeah. And, Eagles and are the, great. And the Who's Who's next? Okay, I think I have that album. Yeah, I would love to cover that one. That's a good one. So why don't we do that one next week? All right, we're doing it. We're, we're calling it here on the next. show, guys. Yep. Folks, thank you so much. Uh, before we go, we have a little uh, little musical thing for our birthday boy. I don't know uh, if it's queued up and ready to go. You got it, Jay? All right, here we go. This is happy birthday, Jeffrey Paul. Thank you. We're going to fade out with this. So bye, everybody. Thanks for listening.